Hello, everyone, and welcome to the seminar commentary for episode 71. Uh, my name is Paul Bergman, and I directed this whole thing. And with me, I have Landon Bell. Hello, ladies and gents. And Jeffrey Bridges. Well, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, last time we left off, uh, we don't know what happened when they landed. Uh, it turns out that uh, Alice is gone. And uh, student is, is looking around. And this is Dan Foster, of course, coming back as the student. He's been doing a great job for us there. Chat's really uh, taking this stuff in a pretty crazy new direction. I really dig it. Yeah, and she hasn't told me a whole lot about it. So I'm finding out pretty much at the same time everyone else is. I find the coolest thing to be that they're finally out of the classroom. Just out of that facility, yeah. out of it entirely. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's that's one of the coolest things I think. Because with my with the direction, I didn't get to do a whole lot of sound effects besides the, there was a low hum in the background. <laughs> yeah. But now I've got I've got new new things to explore, and uh, it's really exciting. <clears throat> yeah, I sort of wonder if this has was like her plan from the beginning. You know, like right. way back when the show started, when she was writing it. Uh, if she eventually planned to get to this point, or if this was something new that she picked up on after what the other writers did, or so. We should have her on sometime. She yeah. can talk about it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes! Um, another thing, we can, uh, we can uh, I guess, thank Dan for, for splitting his personality and playing two, not two roles, but two, two uh, different types of the same role, which he, he did brilliantly. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. Now we're moving into uh, Terminal Terminal Legacy. With terminal the Legacy. Itself. Yes. Not uh, to be confused with Terminal Velocity. I have things to say about the short. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this was the longest uh, gap between, like, sort of a sequel in a seminar thing, because that first part was like two years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like over that. a year. Uh, definitely over a year. Maybe, maybe been two. Um, but. Uh, no, this actually started as a mini series that I pitched to Jeffrey, and really, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I I uh, I pitched it to him uh, like a year and a half ago, and he was like, "You know, that's cool, but because you already have one in seminar, it would just be better to do it as a seminar sequel." So Sounds I wrote like it. Something I'd say, yeah, good job, me. <laughs> so, so I wrote it. And I thought it sucked. So I just, uh, I left it alone, and then I realized, hey, wait a minute. I have a sequel idea to this sequel idea that would be much better as a seminar short. And so here we go. There you go. We have a sequel to the sequel. Yep. And uh, just uh, credits, there's uh, Walter Mack as 5-0, Melissa Bartel as Fish, and Jeff Robinson as Buzz. Yes, yes. In this first scene. And I thought they all did great. And yeah, Walter, definitely. Walter, we actually have in uh, Romeo and Juliet the sitcom. So. Oh, cool. It's nice to hear him in another show. Yeah. Um, and I just want to clarify. I know Landon, we've talked about this a couple times, but the the previous five O was a completely different character, obviously. But then, um, I for one was confused about. Um, who this character was. Is this Peach Fuzz, or is this a completely new character all together? This is Peach Fuzz from the original short. Okay. 
And uh, awesome. this was originally like a 25-page two-parter script. And Susan was okay. like, you've got to cut that down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we wound up cutting a lot of the portions that talked more about the previous 5-0 and how he had died. Uh, but there's still references to it. and uh, There's a couple, yeah. Yeah. You've got Suave coming in and Dreadlock later on. Yeah, Suave makes reference to the fact that he notices him and recognizes him. Right. And I just want to make a note on the scoring for this episode, or for this short. I used the exact same music in, in the first one. Just, oh, it's wow. a different order. It's a different order, and uh, it, the moods are a little different, obviously. Did you but... the first part, too? Uh-huh, yep. Oh, wow, yep. okay, and, cool. I've looked at my... Vincent, so yeah, that makes sense. Then. Cool, cool. Yeah. No, that was me, and then my brother actually played Peach Fuzz in that episode. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. Full circle, yo. <laughs> yep. I really did enjoy the scoring for it. I thought it was just pitch perfect. Oh, um, Jumping back just a little bit, um, there was a, a little Easter egg in uh, Suave's address. 805 West Goody Drive is... Uh, 805 is a, uh, a take on V05. V is 8 on a dial pad. And um, Goody is a brand of hairbrush. Not as well as I do. 5-0, you have no <laughs> earthly idea what they might be planning. Excellent. Nor do you even know which rooms you're looking for. I won't let you go in there. Also, Parton Grand think... right there was another hair reference to uh, Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and this ball all go down on the same day. I know we can get Dreadlock back. I think these two, or these three do, do a really good job meshing together as a cast. I like Jeff's take on Buzz. He's he's a lot... He gives him a much deeper voice than I imagined. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. But then when he when I heard his audition, I really I really dug it, so that's why he got cast. Yeah, I, I mean, it actually gives more credits to why he would be the bad guy in this thing. Uh, he has a deeper voice oh, than Richard. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a deeper voice than Richard, so you can imagine he's probably a little bit older than Dreadlock and... He's right. like, yeah, it's my turn to take over. Right. My, my, darling, you look positively <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the sound effects here, uh, they're outside walking, and then you hear the doors open and the music, you can hear the music coming through the doors, uh, which is one of my favorite things to do as a director, and I, I don't know why, but whenever somebody opens a door, I'd like to, to change the sound effects of whatever direction that that door is opening so you can hear things through it and that happens a couple times in this episode or this short actually um, when we were in Buzz's uh, office they open the door and you can hear people working outside nice yeah I remember in the script it said something about uh, lots of bustling around and phones and... Yep. excuse me for just a moment Hello. Uh, and this is Keith Morrison as, uh, as Spike Spike tap. Okay. Sounds good. See you in a bit. Bye bye. Meeting a friend. This character actually, uh, in one of the earlier drafts, was named Quiff. Uh, uh, but okay, there was okay. another character we cut named Spike that uh, I like that name for, so I just gave Quiff the name Spike. There you go. And here's Jason Wallace coming back as Monsieur Suave. 
Ah, the good monsieur. You are, I know your face. You were there <laughs> when my transaction with Madame Ginger fell through. Sir, I really don't. Oh, uh, monsieur. Okay, there's the giveaway right there. Um, he was there. Yeah. When they arrested Ginger. Uh, one thing that I put in the script was that uh, Suave needed to sound older. And so Jason did uh -huh. a really good job of uh, bringing that aspect of him to life. Mm -hmm. I think he always does a really good job with characters. Indeed. Uh, Richard also did a good job making Dreadlock sound older, but he's not in this short as much. Right. So you don't really get to hear it as as much. Yeah. <laughs> He, in his email, he sent, um, okay, here are Dreadlock's death lines. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually, at one point, there was more Dreadlock, but uh, mm -hmm. those scenes just kind of fell victim to uh, cutting it down to fewer pages. Mm -hmm. There was more Dreadlock, several other pages of characters, and, you know, the stuff you lose in the editing process. It happens, but it makes for a better piece in the end, right? It does, it does. And some of these characters... I think Susan knows what she's doing. <laughs> I would agree with that. 100%. Generally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody disagrees. I do not at all. <laughs> I had to make the joke. It was just ripe to make the joke. <laughs> Two, one. Police! Don't do nothing! 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 You hear the pills dropping there. Yeah, I really love that touch because I wasn't sure when I was writing it how that would come across. I I put it in there if it if it uh, plays out, then it plays out. But you know that could mean or that sound effect could could be anything. Really. Yeah. I tried to make it pretty distinct, but. It also helps that he says he was taking his medication. Yep, yep. Check your call log. I don't recognize the number. No. You mean you didn't want to put... Oh, I dropped my pills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it was just because he's French. Didn't seem right for him to say pills. <laughs> medication. Police! There he is. This is Richard Casto coming back as Dreadlock. Welcome back, Who I Richard. remember had a completely different uh, take on the character than you originally had. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he did him like Scottish Jamaican. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was like the coolest idea. <laughs> it was not to come here, and you didn't listen to me. You he, he's got some great ideas when it comes to, to new characters. Dreadlock was actually a fun character uh, trying to get right the very first time around. Uh, we probably went through four or five different iterations of it, and then Richard mm. just spun it into his own thing. <laughs> yep. He'll do that to you. <laughs> That's what great actors do. And all be the police chief style city deserves. It's a mutually beneficial arrangement. We trust each other to stay out of the other's business. You sick mongrels! I wanted to know how many people 
um, expected this, the the little twist of uh, of Buzz coming in as the bad guy. Tweet us and let us know. We need to know. <laughs> That's right, Pendant Web on Twitter. Yes. And while you're there, hop on over to iTunes and give a review. Oh yeah, we definitely use those. We need all your reviews, all of them. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dreadwell. Also, uh, half pint right there is a is a reference to the original short. Dread, yep. Dreadlock called him half yep. pint. I remember that. And then we're back in the office here. You sure this is what you want? Yeah. And uh, a female, uh, female five zero here. Coming up. Absolutely. Um, so what is uh, what is the the future? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This was originally just intended to be the last one, and then okay. I heard it, and I'm like, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened to the first one. It was going to be a one-off, and then I heard it, and I'm like, yep. I've got this idea. I pass that torch to you. I, I don't know well, what to go. say. That's how it happens, huh? I don't know what it is about this universe of hair puns, but it just it sticks <laughs> with me for some reason. Be seeing ya, Peach Fuzz. And the grand reveal. Yep. Peach fuzz, peach fuzz, peach fuzz. Say it thrice and he shall appear. <laughs> Good job, Randy. Why, thank you. What is with people are passing legacies on? Why does someone have to go in order for someone else to succeed? Alice would tell us to learn from this. To be independent. An attempt to be the teacher. I did alter it a little tiny bit, um, but uh, for the most part, it's all it's all Dan. The second version of the character sounds a little bit like Bruce Busby to me, just slightly. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then in the uh, in the background, those those creatures are um, howler monkeys, but then the the call or howl is reversed to make it sound a little more. Angry. Nice. And double die. Identify. Go. Get away. What was that? Stop. Go to the things you direct have to do, right? Oh, yeah. We have to, yeah. Because if it was just a regular monkey, you wouldn't be able to tell. We have to be resourceful. Personality <laughs> Beginning to fail. Accessing files on human emotion. All right, Jeffrey, we're moving into yours now. Hooray! Hooray! I have to say, I get excited anytime either of you sends in a script. Well, I'm flattered. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure where this came from. I I, uh, I felt like I want to do something with the, with the creepy like forest thing. I, I thought it was going to actually be like a, a little horror short or something. Mm -hmm. And then uh, as I was writing it and the personality of the characters was coming out and Tam was just so blase about everything and sure. Quinn's all excited and I'm like, they're, I'm like, this is too funny to be scary. Uh -huh. The way they're interacting. And so it just became this short little comedy. Like a, like a, 
dark comedy kind of. Or well, yeah, comedy. she does get eaten. So. Right. Super <laughs> happy. <laughs> and uh, is uh, Susan Evans as Quinn and Rebecca Thomas as Tam- Tamara? Another actress that I was uh, surprised to hear because uh, Susan is also in Romeo and Juliet the Sitcom. <laughs> oh, awesome! Yeah, she's uh, she's been auditioning for a little bit uh, for seminar, so you'll hear hear more of her later on. Yay! I like hearing. Well, obviously, we've heard talk. Rebecca. We've heard Rebecca before. Um, so Jeffrey, where did where did the uh, so you just started writing and it just came out? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I got to the, I figured out that you know Tam had sort of planned this this entire thing, and so she was in league with the monster, and really all she wanted was the sandwiches. She just wants the sandwiches, and then the fact that I was like, well, what kind of sandwiches are these? That I, I had to, I figured, I've heard people eat peanut butter and potato chip sandwiches. I've never tried one. It sounds disgusting to me. And so, but I thought oh, that was Jeffrey. the perfect one to throw in because it's chewy and crunchy like I imagine a human would be for a monster chewing us up. So, right, okay. Uh, I thought that was the way to sort of bring it all together. Uh-huh. I have never heard of a peanut butter and potato soup sandwich, and I would prefer to never see one. <laughs> <laughs> or hear one ever again. <laughs> densely packed tree field. I'm tired of the word. I love the, and I think I tweeted this too. I love the subtle hint to uh, the Princess Bride in this. Uh, I can't help myself. (laughs) I wondered if that was a Princess Bride reference. Of course it was. It was written by me. (laughs) Only his favorite movie. Yeah. Um. Oh, I forgot. So, uh, something else before I, I make a fool of myself. <laughs> Not I what possible. I Not possible, Paul. Uh, well, what did you use for the uh, the monster sound effect? They were very bassy and rumbly. It was lovely. <laughs> it was all you? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, obviously modulated, but um, I, I don't know. It just, that's what I thought it would sound like, so I... Just did a bunch of in the microphone and altered it a little bit. <laughs> it worked great. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you liked it. I also enjoyed it. It was very good. ominous. Until the end when you realize that the monster can speak English. Yes. That is true. <laughs> Crossing. I just bought these shoes. You know, the, a good plot twist would have been the monster speaking Spanish. That would have been, that would have been a great plot twist. Just speaking isn't enough of a twist. But right, right. <laughs> speaking uh, isn't a twist, and Tamara being in, in cahoots with it isn't a twist. And no, no. The Spanish, it really, the really. Spanish, that's what was that was. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, she calls over. So, yeah, um. That- that whole bit actually came about as I was writing and I'm like, I'm writing the word forest way too many times in this thing and I'm sick of it. And so I tossed it in as a character thing and I uh, thought that worked out for you guys. It worked out really well. Um, Jeffrey, your your shorts are sometimes wildly different from one another. How, yes. um, how does that keep happening? Do you just start writing usually or do you have ideas that you keep coming back to? Usually I've got 
some idea of what I want to do. Usually I've got more of an idea than I had with this one where I just started off with, let's do something with the creepy forest and see what happens. But um, the other ones, I usually get an idea here or there, and, you know, I've got a big file of ideas I've jotted down over the years, and once in a while you pull one out and you write something up. And so, um, yeah, I don't like to stick to just one thing, you know. I I like comedy, I like drama and horror and action, so you got to vary it up a bit. Yeah, because your last one was the Hummingbird one, I want to say. And that was... Uh, I think so. I love that short. Love that short. But then the one before that was the the train station one. Yes. And then you had Screen Door, obviously. Which was super um, dark. Which, funny thing, the uh, the train station episode, I also had a short in that uh, seminar episode. Whoa. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Whoa. Um, And then, uh, this is me coming back. Uh, as the as a little creature here, the and it's credited as biped. I had a little bit in there too because I could like really play non-humans. I was it? just gonna say that yeah, I couldn't. I can't really put a casting call out for that. So <laughs> I have a mic, so I'll just do it. You hear that, directors? You need monsters. You need bipeds. You need aliens. You call. You call Paul. He's your guy. I, I don't. I, I don't want to say that. But... <laughs> <laughs> Too late. You're typecast forever. Oh, dang it. Uh, see, now I'm gonna have to fit one into Shakespeare somewhere. No, you're not. That's all right. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening to this commentary for episode 71. Uh, thanks for joining me, Jeffrey and Landon. Thank you, for having Thank you for having us, and uh, you did a great job, Paul, as always. You're amazing. Yes, sir, you did. You guys, keep writing. And if anybody else has any ideas for a short, please send them in. We uh, we need some. Always. Get always right. them. And I want to hear them, most importantly. <laughs> but make sure Thanks, you guys. wrote a twist where they speak Spanish, okay? Yes, <laughs> yes, please. Lo, lo siento, no inglés. Alright, see you guys. (laughs) Adios. Goodbye.